Hey everybody, it's Kelly Cooper and welcome to episode 228 of the Life Made to Order podcast. Today's topic, which you already know if you clicked on it because you see the title, you know it's about Roe v. Wade, which for anyone that's not aware, this is a Supreme Court decision made about 50 years ago that said women, the Constitution would give women a right to have an abortion, which means every state had to make abortion, it made abortion legal nationwide and every state had to offer abortion, there was no ability for any state to make its own laws about it. And the Supreme Court ruled that that was not correct. The reasoning was not sound. It should have been taken out of the quote unquote democratic process. And now they were overturning it and letting each state make their own laws. And all the states that were interested in making their own laws are leaning towards banning it completely, right? At least elective abortion, abortion that you get by choice, not medical necessity or anything like that. This has been quite a seismic shock for many people, myself included. So I want to be very clear when I'm talking about all of this. I'm with you guys that are struggling with it. I'm not somebody that's like some enlightened being, kind of stepping back, kind of smiling at the chaos, being like, oh, bless all their hearts. They just don't understand. This triggered a lot of stuff for me. It made me very angry. It made me very upset. But like any good spiritual seeker, I realized that. There are other perspectives on this that I've come to firmly believe that our thoughts are the only thing ever hurting us. It's our perception. It's never anything outside of us. And like I always like to say with spiritual teaching like that, right? It's non-compromising. It's absolute. It, when it says something, it means it for everything. There's no caveat, no nuance, no exception, no gray area, kind of like how ego mind we have all sorts of exceptions. Like, well, this is for this, it's okay, but that it's not. And this is good, but that's bad, right? And judgment and duality. So this was a good opportunity for me to explore more deeply what was happening in my mind, to think about, you know, what would spirit say about this? What would spirit say about Roe v. Wade? What would spirit say about abortion? What would spirit say about world events? Because spirit thought system is very different than ego thought system. Spirit thought system sees us very differently than ego sees us. Spirit thought thought system, spirit sees us. And I'm using the word spirit because I like that word. Other people, you might like God, infinite mind, universe, right? Whatever word floats your boat, feel free to substitute that in your mind. Spirit sees us as these extremely powerful beings capable of anything. Children of God, Christ-like, whatever, this God-like, Christ-like being. Spirit sees the world very differently. Uh, we see things and we ego mind like bases what we think on appearances, there are a lot of things that appear to be true based on we, what we've all collectively co-created. And that takes that for inherent truth about something. And spirit would be like, yeah, one of the overarching uh, teachings, right? Spiritual teachings, right? Is like nothing as it appears to be. Your interpretation of events is very wrong. Your cause and effect is all backwards and upside down, right? So again, spirit has a very different view of us, the world, what's happening, what things mean, the implications of different things. And I've had to be willing to think about that more because again, if our thoughts and if our thoughts are what the only thing that's ever truly hurting us, there's always our ego thoughts. Every ego thought has a spiritual counterpoint, if you will, that does not hurt. And I realized that as much as a part of my ego mind, whether it's this issue or any other issue or belief I have that's painful, I could choose to cling to that one and then have to accept the pain that comes along with believing that. 
or realize I have this alternative thought system available to me that I'm not required to embrace or required to believe, but I at least know it's there for the taking. If it's there, I, I can choose to try. And in the last couple of years, especially, I've been making a real effort to try to choose those thoughts because those thoughts don't create pain. They create calm and peace and equanimity and emotional balance and emotional stability. But again, right at the end of the day, we can choose our ego thought system. We're very used to buying into it. Again, the way the world appears, the world that we've co-created, a lot of the things the ego thought system believes seem very, very true. And we can continue to believe they're true. Again, it's a choice. Like I've always said, the crux of this work is not action-based. It's not in tools and techniques and seminars and programs and learning about all these different things that fall under the umbrella of spirituality or personal growth or whatever. It's about conscious choice between we're presented with basically two very different thought systems that have very different views of the world and ourselves that feel very differently. And then we can choose. So I make my best effort to try to choose. Do I choose all the time? Spirit thought system? No. Have I overcome certain ego beliefs I have about politics or certain groups of people or different things about the world? No, of course not. I'm not some enlightened being, but I'm trying to get more in the neighborhood of those people than the neighborhood of ego thought system, which creates a lot of pain, thinks all the world needs to change for us to feel better. Everything else is everyone else's fault. Our feelings are other people's fault. And here's the thing. If we look to the world to feel better, we're in a lot of trouble because the world will never, ever get it right. The world, you know, reminds me of Course in Miracles talks a lot about how this ego world, this world we've created is an impossible situation. Everything we're looking for in it, it what we want, we think the world needs to give it to us, never going to happen. The world will never get it right. If you woke up tomorrow with every worldly issue and every issue in your life that's bothering you now resolved somehow, magically you woke up tomorrow and abortion rights were restored, the climate was fixed, this political party was in power and said this law was passed, this law was repealed, this thing happened in my life, this thing, this problem went away, I guarantee you whatever relief you felt would be very short-lived because something else would come along and and fill that void and it would you would funnel all of that shit onto some other you you would project all of that stuff inside because again the outside world was not the problem whatever else was inside would not get fixed by all these changes you would funnel it to something else you'll be happy that your your political party's in power now good because they're better than that person but then they'll do something that you don't like or they'll they won't, they won't fulfill the promises that they said they were going to fix this and do this. And they're being too, I guarantee you, right? This world will never get it right. Impossible situation. The only source to peace, the only root to our well-being, we have to bring it inside our mind. We have to bring it inside. We can't look to the outside is not the problem. The outside is not the solution. And again, this is one of these core choices we need to make is like, do I choose to believe the outside is where it's at or the inside? And again, like I always say, at the end of the day, we can we can choose. A lot of the stuff I'm going to talk about with, with Roe and abortion, you can reject it. There's a part of me that still rejects some of it. Because again, I still am very deeply entrenched in, um, in this thought system. I still deeply identify as being a woman. I still deeply identify as an American, which of course, because it's a rule in America, then it makes me more upset than it probably makes someone else, right? That doesn't live in the country. They don't, right? So I'm not going to get too much into that, but one of the, but on that note, this is another part of it too. That's not row specific, but spirit 
one of the things spirit would say about a lot of the stuff we get upset about is so much of your upset comes from your, your ego, human mind, self-concept that you have all these different labels for yourself, all these different facets of your identity. And every single one of those labels causes you pain in some way. If you identify as a woman, then something like abortion rights being taken away, that's really going to bother you. Who you really are, spirit, is not a woman. It's not your what whatever the, your gender, uh, race, religion, sexual orientation, gender identity, political affiliation, ethnicity, the different roles in your life, mother, daughter, son, child, whatever, right? Every one of those labels, the more we identify with this human body, this identification right with this human body, spirit will be like, yeah, that's one of your core problems right there. Because right, think about it, right? Um, some men that might care about this issue? Are you probably, are any men probably as upset as a woman? Probably not, right? Because that's that part of, that's not part of your self-identity. So you, you wouldn't feel as impacted by it. Would somebody that's not American feel as upset about this, this uh, thing? Probably not. They might still be very bothered from a general sense of, you know, feeling like if they're feminist or a woman in general or having different, their belief about it. But are they going to be as upset? No, of course not, because it's not affecting them personally because they're not in America, right? So, that's one general thing spirit would be like is like, yeah, all of this identification with this human body, this physical form and all of these labels you have and all these aspects of your self-concept, that's in and of itself is one of the things you want to start looking at because the more you identify with all those different labels, the more pain that there's nothing but pain that comes with identification with our human ego self, right? So what I'm going to talk about here with spirit view, how would spirit view abortion, how would spirit view Roe v. Wade? I want to be very clear because I know how the ego mind, the ego mind is going to interpret everything I'm saying as an argument against abortion, some sort of pro-life argument. That's not true. Like I said, I was very upset about this ruling. I don't agree with it. Human ego, Kelly, is pro-choice, right? Um, now, and I'm saying that because that will want your mind to want to shut down to what I'm saying. And you can. And there just might be some stuff I say that's going to trigger you. Some of it triggers me because when I talk about this with my husband, I find myself like defending my ego thought system against some of these ideas. Again, I'm not sitting back here with a smile on my face like, oh, bless all these, you know, all these simpletons here. Like they just don't get it and it's fine. And look at them living in the illusion. Oh, bless their heart, right? I'm in it with you. But I'm also someone that's very committed to my journey of going deep inside my mind and trying to root out the thoughts that are causing me all the pain. Because again, it's spirit would tell you Roe v. It's not Roe v. Wade. It's not abortion. It's not anything outside of you that's upsetting you right now. If you're upset about this, it's something else that's being triggered by this. That's being flushed up, and the ego mind's projecting it onto this issue and telling you it's because of this. Again, spiritual teachings very absolute, non-compromising. There's no exceptions. So it wouldn't be like, well, your feelings, uh, your circumstances, and worldly events are not responsible for your feelings, except for. When you perceive women's rights are being rolled back or the climate or this thing or that thing, right? It's like uncompromising. It's like, no, when I say that, I mean it for everything that happens here. That is not your problem. So again, we make a choice of like, do I, am I willing to entertain that idea and play around with it in a real way? Let it sink in a little or do I reject it? And again, you can reject it and be like, no, this is, this is what's true. This is what's happening. This is how I feel. But if we choose ego thought system, and again, we can, because at the end of the day, we can all believe, perceive whatever we want. But ego thought system comes with a lot of pain. So spirit, how would spirit view Roe v. Wade and abortion and our arguments for why we think women need to be able to have abortions? 
We sit there, we lay out our case to eat to spirit about, again, this is not talking about whether or not people should have abortion or about abortion itself, whether it's right or wrong. None of that. What I'm talking about is none of that. I'm talking about examining our reasoning why we think women need to be able to have abortions, why Roe v. Wade should not have been overturned, why this right needs to exist and why every why these laws cannot should not be passed about in all these states right banning elective abortions. That's what I'm talking about. Why? Our reasoning why <laughs> from ego thought system reasoning why. And if we laid out our case to spirit, it would listen to us, you know, it would be like, "Okay, let let me know like what's what's your think what's your thinking here? What's going on in your mind? Why do you feel this way?" It would be like, "Okay, thanks for sharing. Wow. Whew. God damn." You have a really lowly opinion of women, it seems like, based on the, this reasoning. Because remember, the core thing is spirit does not see victims. The reasoning, a lot of the reasoning, if we're honest about why we think women should be able to have abortions, why they need that choice available to them, we see women as victims in a lot of ways. And again, to the ego mind, it's like, well, of course, look at look at uh, the patriarchy and look at this law and women get paid less and this uh, women don't get promoted, all these different things, right? Women are in abusive relationships and women, this poor women, this happens to them. So we look at the surf, we look at the world and right, ego does everything backwards and upside down. So we look at the world that we've all co-created, by the way, and we see we've created a world where women appear to be victims in a lot of ways. So to our mind, that's true. And we can continue to believe that's true. And again, I'm stressing here, this is not some argument against for or against abortion. It has nothing to do with that. I'm just talking about our thinking from a spiritual perspective. Spirit thought system would see our thinking about this as very, very flawed from that perspective. With the core issue being, wow, you really see women as victims. Shit, especially like black women and poor women and certain other certain groups of women, especially like you have an even dimmer view of them in particular. So it'll be like, you know, so right, if we were to start breaking apart some of our arguments, again, from spiritual perspective, because again, remember, spirit sees this world, it sees us very, very differently. Spirit knows that all the things that we think to be true are not inherently true. They only seem true because we co-created that reality together. We all co-created any situation where women appear to be as victims or any other group appears to be a victim. And again, I know this can be a triggering type um, perspective because we, a, a victim mentality is very, very deeply embedded in the ego thought system. We're all, all of us, no matter who you are, your ego mind will see you as a victim in at least one major way, probably. Right. So as a woman, it's like, Oh, that's your big time victim women in general. Right. So spirit would be like, okay, like, well, let's talk about some of these uh, views here. Let's break some of this down. And, you know, can I give my spiritual worldview here of what I would say about your ego belief? Well, you know, in this, in this world, it's, you know, hard for women to get ahead professionally and the motherhood penalty. And, uh, you know, it's hard to, you know, if women want to get ahead career wise, uh, and then if they have a kid that they're, they don't want to have, and they're forced to have a baby, uh, you know, they're going to be behind. It's not fair. And again, spirit to ego mind, we've co-created that reality. So it seems very real. But again, spirit is like things are not what they seem. The world is not as you think it is. You created this fucked up world. That's not inherently how anything is. So it'd be like, so you don't think women are capable of having a child and 
working on their career at the same time. They're not capable of doing those two things at once. They're too weak or too inept. You really think that men are superior to women in some way? You think women that are just as godlike and Christ-like as anybody else in this world, that they, they can't overcome that reality? They can't become more equal? That you really believe that men and the patriarchy have all this power over them? Spirit be like, yeah, I don't really think so. Women can do anything. They're totally capable of that. If a woman had to, if a, a woman really wanted, if her career was really important to her, nothing would hold her back from, from achieving those goals, even having a baby. So spirit would be like, so again, thinking about from spirit world, from ego worldview, this idea that women aren't capable of both or that the society, some external force would prevent them. Again, spirits like you're a powerful creator. Nothing external can can dampen that power. Again, ego thought system idea of women is is not that great. It's kind of like we're kind of weak and we can't handle it. And poor us, like you know, what about women in abusive relationships? And if they can't have an abortion, then they're going to be tied to these men and whatever, right? And spirit would be like, again, this idea of really like these women seeing them not as you we ego mind sees them but how spirit sees this these women again christ-like god-like powerful beings capable of anything nothing external can even hold them down would be like you don't think those women would be capable of of getting out of these relationships and finding a way to to take care of themselves and and make their own way and and not be financially dependent on this man anymore so that's right, because that's one of the arguments too, right? Women remain in abusive relationships because they're financially dependent on these men. Spirit would be like, you don't think these women are capable of getting a job and like supporting themselves and supporting a, a baby? Again, this, it would be like, shit, like pretty dim view of women. And then we talk about that, right? And then we talk about, well, minority women, black women, and Hispanic women. And again, it, spirit would be like, your women, your view of women's pretty dim. And then you have an even dimmer view of specific types of women. And again, spirit does not see them as, does not see color, does not see gen, does not see any of that. So it'll be like, to spirit, that is all of that is irrelevant. But to ego mind, again, it would be like, we're seeing like it's victims. Again, if we were to look at, again, I'm not talking about whether abortion is right or wrong or any of that. I'm talking about our thinking behind why we think we need it. Again, from a, if, from a spiritual perspective would be like, ooh, oh boy, like this is some pretty fucked up thinking about women right here, right? This idea of, you know, thinking about all these different things, like this idea that women are not capable of doing these things and they need to be able to have abortions to get an equal footing in life or to um, get away from uh, bad, get out of bad relationships, all these different things. And spirit would be like, Another thing spirit would say would be like, um, you get pregnant from sex, right? Like fetuses aren't just like floating around in the air and then like randomly implanting themselves in women's wombs against their will. They're like, he's like, are women not capable of deciding if they're going to have sex or not? Or like deciding to, um, a lot of people will talk about, well, you know, hookup culture and it's, uh, you know, this pressure to, to be more free with sex spirit would be like. Yeah, but a woman can reject that idea, right? She doesn't have to have sex casually with all these different people. She doesn't want to, right? And we'd be like, oh, yeah. Again, this idea, this idea that like spirit egos would be like, well, women don't have the wherewithal to do that or make their own decisions about what their view of sex is. 
well, it's progressive and it's feminist sexual liberation and, you know, having sex like men, right? It's like, yeah, some people might think that great, but if a woman doesn't agree with that, she doesn't have to participate in that culture, right? That's what Spirit would say. Like, she can choose not to, right? She can decide that that's not empowering and that's not progressive or feminist to her personally. That is not part of her belief about any of that, what it means to be an empowered woman. Casual sex, for some people, that's not part of it. So she can choose not to participate in that culture, right? If she goes out on a date with a guy and he's expecting sex, she doesn't... Are you saying that she doesn't have the power or to, to say no and be like, no, I don't want to do that? Again, I know a lot of what I'm saying is is very like, ugh, to the ego mind because it's very ingrained in these ways of thinking. But again, if we look at it through the spirit filter of spirit thought system, a lot of our reasoning is like, doesn't hold water for spirit. It's like, you have a very dismal view of women. And again, I want to stress, I'm not saying that this is an argument against abortion. Abortion, a lot of like, you know, from a spirit perspective, right, of like non-duality, abortion isn't good or it's bad, it just is. It's our motivation why we do something. An action in and of itself is neutral, right? So again, this is not an argument against abortion, like some pro-life, but like women don't need abortion, you know? And then a lot of people might be like, well, all of this sounds good, but the people passing these laws, that's their intentions not to empower women. It's to control them and impose their religious belief and blah, blah, blah. Right. And spirit might be like, eh, maybe that's true for some of them. He's like, but that's not relevant to what I'm saying. Why the law is being passed, the people that are making that law, the people making these judgments, their motivation has no bearing on how I see women. That doesn't change my view of women and what I think they're capable of as godlike beings that are not really women. You're calling them women. You have all your separate labels for all your identities. He's like, but spirit's like, I don't really see any of that. I don't, I just see you as these godlike beings that are capable of anything. And that would extend to women of any race, of any financial whatever, right? So again, if we look at it from spirit perspective of abortion, spirit would be like, would poke a lot of holes in our argument, right? And again, we can decide whatever we want, but the ego thought system, that how it views women and why it thinks women need abortion, and now it's getting taken away from them and making them even more of a victim, that's really, really painful, right? It creates a lot of anger and fear and a sense of hopelessness and again spirit would be like you guys like this is how you see women like it's not a very it's again it's a pretty dismal view of them you think that they're not capable of, of you know the woman that the poor woman that you know is poor you see well she'll just continue to be poor she's not capable of of making more money and becoming unpoor spirit would be like again pretty dismal view there Spirit might be like, you know, a lot of people grow through adversity. A lot of women that had babies that maybe they would have otherwise gotten abortion, that experience, that might, maybe that experience will be the catalyst for them to finally leave their shitty relationship or get a better job or start taking better care of themselves because they feel like the stakes are higher now or there's a, they feel like they have a real reason to want to do these things now. Again, this is not an argument against abortion. I know how human mind works, and if if and I need to keep reminding you that because if it if it if that's how ego mind interprets this, it's going to really put up an extra thick barrier to everything I'm saying. 
my point in saying this is, again, not as an argument against abortion. It's like, oh, don't worry, women don't need abortion and it's fine. But for a lot of people, the reason why we're so upset about this is because, again, not because of the actual abortion laws or what the court did or what the court said or ruled. It's our perception. And if we perceive women as victims in all these different ways, of course, we're going to be very upset about a ruling like this because we think, well, this just went and made women's lives even worse. It made them even more of a victim. Women are victims of all these different things with men, especially and society and not being able to have an abortion will make that all worse for them. And again, spirit would be like, what the hell are you guys talking about? This is really your view of women that they're these weak, incapable beings, that they're not capable of getting out of bad relationships, they're not capable of improving their circumstances, they're not capable of um, being more responsible about sex and um, their contraception and being more selective of their sexual partners, maybe. That's one of the things I was talking about with my husband. I was like, maybe one good thing to come out of this is maybe a lot of women will raise their standards about the kind of men that they date and are willing to have sex with because the stakes might be higher. So that's what I'm hoping for a lot of women because, you know, let, ladies, let's be honest, a lot of people you end up, you know, it's with guys that you're just like, Ugh, why did I do that? And I don't like this person. So yeah, right. All of these different things that, again, I'm not talking about whether abortion should be legal or illegal. Or it's, I'm not talking about any of that. I'm just talking about if we examine from a, if we put our ego mind reasoning about why women should be able to have abortions, why women need to have, again, I'm talking about elective abortion. I'm not talking about someone that was sexually assaulted. I'm not talking about someone that needs an abortion because of a health issue or there's something wrong with the fetus. I'm talking about elective abortion, right? Purely like I'm just getting this because of pure choice, right? Again, if we put that through spirit filter, spirit would be like, uh, I don't know about this. Like, is this really the argument you want to stick to? Because again, that's what's hurting us. It's this view of women that's at the root of the pain about why we're so people are so upset about it. And I know that there's a lot of resistance because I know a part of us thinks if I embrace this perspective and then I don't think abortion is necessary, then that means I'm with the pro-lifers and I don't agree with that because I think abortion. Here's the thing. You could still, you could have this point of view and still believe abortion should be available to people if they want it. That's kind of like my thinking. But, you know, this, this thinking, trying to embrace this perspective isn't making me turn against abortion, but it's making me feel better about the circumstance because I realized my, my feeling, my emotional reaction to what was happening was informed by this ego view of women where like we're victims and now we're going to be even worse victims with this, with some women not maybe being able to access this, uh, you know, this, uh, an abortion to, you know, and it's going to be this horrible thing that's going to happen for their life. A lot of Spirit might be like, wow, you know, this decision might make people look really differently about the different choices they make. And again, maybe be, you know, you see all these uh, articles about more men getting vasectomies and women implying, uh, you know, inquiring about permanent sterilization if they know they don't want to have children anymore or any more kids or don't want them at all or uh, long-term birth control and, and get ordering their more, the rush on emergency contraception, all these different things. It's like, Again, we could argue that the reason they shouldn't have to be worrying about that because what's making them do that, we don't agree with the catalyst overturning this law, 
but technically it was never really a law, right? It was just a, a court ruling, but you know what I'm saying, right? So, so be careful too, because the mind will want to twist it all on you because it thinks the reason why this is all happening, the catalyst for it, the catalyst for you trying to change your thinking. It's like, well, it shouldn't be because this shouldn't be, they shouldn't have changed that. Abortion should be legal and it's not right. So, and then your mind's going to want you to tangle all that together to keep you stuck in that thought system. Again, you can embrace a lot of the stuff I'm saying and you could still believe that women should be able to have abortions, but a lot of the pain you're feeling now might start to, you can start transforming that a bit because you realize that what was causing your pain was not whether or not women can have abortions now or not, or being able to access abortion. The pain was coming from the thought system, the thinking that that informed that belief. Why the thinking about why you think women need to be able to have abortions, right? Spirit would be like, that is like pure victimhood right now, right there. That is like such a lowly opinion of women. And that that all of that, right? All of those different things I was talking about. Spirit would be like, again, God damn, that's how you see women. That's how you view them. I don't view them that way. Again, I don't even view them as women specifically. I, the spirit's like, I don't even really kind of see all these labels you have. Like, it's like spirit sees us all equally. It's not like spirit would be like, you're capable of anything and you can do anything and you're a powerful being in the outside world. I could have no you know, power over you and you know, you're all, you're capable. Oh, but you were born a woman or you were born in this country or you were born gay or this, right? All these different things would be like, ah, tough break. Maybe next time. Hopefully next life you'll come back as a straight white male and you're golden, right? So, right? So spirit, again, is it's uncompromising. It's absolute. Spirit would not see any barrier to anything based on all the barriers our ego mind perceives. Again, that seem very real because appearances would suggest that certain groups of people are victimized and that there's certain people are victimizers and these are the victims and this is good, right? Again, it seems very, very real. But again, spirit would be like reminding us yeah, ego mind sees everything backwards and upside down. It's cause and effect is totally flipped, right? Anything that appears to be real here is not because it's inherently that's how it is. It's because we've co-created this reality together by believing that there can be victims, by believing this. And we, again, we're all co-creating it. So spirit again would be like, yeah, everything that you think appears to be real, women are not truly victims, but they appear to be. There's a very strong appearance that they are because we've co-created a reality where certain people's lives look a certain way and certain things happen. And we're like, well, look at that. Of course, that's true. Again, but spirit would be like, yeah, cause and effect, this and uh, again, ego mind thinking is upside down and backwards always. We all co-created it. It's not because it's so anything that appears to be real here is not inherently real. It only appears to be that way because we, however, we all collectively created uh, circumstances and we created these ideas collectively. So again, we're all creating it together. So yeah, this, whether it's abortion or any other topic, you know, when you're being bothered by something and the more that you're bothered by something, the more beneficial it is to be willing to be like, what would spirit say about this? What would, if I were to tell, imagine yourself again, even if you were to literally imagine yourself talking to spirit and making your case as to why you think a certain way or you feel a certain way about something. 
ask yourself honestly, like, okay, spirit, spirit, what would spirit, like, if imagine spirit was talking back to me, what would spirit say about my thoughts? What would spirit say about what I'm believing right now? It would be, it would not agree with probably any, anything that I'm saying. And I have to be willing to, you know, you know, and then again, and like I said, we all can choose at the end of the day, we can look at the world as it is now. And again, if we look at appearances of the world, our ego thought system seems very correct. And all of these ideas about why we think women need abortions or why this thing or that thing needs to be the way it is, it would all seem to be very true. And we can continue to believe that's true. But believing all that stuff is true is painful. But again, at the end of the day, we can believe what we want and be like, yeah, I believe this thing, but it is painful and I, I get angry about it, but it's true. No problem. All right. We all have that free will to choose our, our belief system. But anybody that's even in the most earliest stages of their spiritual journey or whatever you want to call it, they start to see that there's another thought system. There's a new pers- there's new perspectives that they're being introduced to that would that are not painful. That would drastically change our view of the world and ourselves that would make us feel, again, more peaceful, more emotionally stable, like a greater sense of like emotional equanimity, where our feelings are not constantly going in these dramatic fluxes based on our uh, circumstances and things we observe in the world. And that like, you know, that's always uncomfortable, right? Feeling like all these ups and downs and that our feelings are dependent on what's happening in the world, right? That's what we're accustomed to doing. And it's very dangerous and it's very painful. Cause like I said before, the world's never going to get it right. Even if all the things you wanted that are bothering you right now, you woke up tomorrow, they were fixed. Your mind, because again, because it's your mind is the problem, not the circumstances, whatever shit is in your mind, it would project it onto something else and something new would bother you. How many people were so happy that Donald Trump wasn't president anymore? Great. Now Joe Biden's president. Great. A lot of these people, there's all these other things they're unhappy about now, right? They're unhappy about Roe v. Wade. You think that Joe Biden's uh, not uh, keeping promises or uh, he, he, even the party in power you like, they're making choices you don't agree with and you're unhappy, right? So it's, it, if it's, it's, it's like a, I don't know if this is a great analogy, but the image that comes to mind when I think about how the ego mind works, which it'll just always find a new problem. It's like a Pez dispenser. You take one out, the, they all move up and you pop out and one, the next one's ready to get popped out right on, on the top, right? That's kind of how the mind is. It's like, if we look to the world, if, because it's not the world, no matter what changes in the world, we might feel better for a sec. Oh yeah, well that thing happened. I like something else will come along in the world that will make you upset. COVID was starting to go away and then uh, Putin invaded Ukraine, right? And then we're like upset about that. It reminds me, I saw a funny meme. It was um, like Homer Simpson and Bart Simpson and like Homer was like sitting in the tub or something. And he was like, the thought bubble was like, uh, oh, wow, you know, something about going back to normal and I'm so happy. And then like you see Bart with like a chair over his head and it was like Vladimir Putin, right? And it just kind of made me think of that, this idea of like, right, it's going to be, if it's not that, it's going to be something else. The world will never get it right. The world will never conform in the way all the million different ways we think it needs to to feel better spiritual teaching will tell us the problem is not the world the problem is in your mind and again spiritual teaching is absolute it's non-compromising it's like when i say that i mean everything abortion is not an exception the environment is not an exception politics are not an exception uh your health is not an exception when i say it i mean it for everything and like I've always said, a big part of our spiritual journey is not just intellectually understanding that, but more deeply internalizing that idea that it's all the same. It's like, uh, it reminds me of A Course in Miracles talks about, we have like a, a hierarchy of illusions and we think like this is like all these, like the mind wants to like, 
or we're resistant to like, uh, you know, we we're, we're willing to embrace these ideas for certain things, but then other things it doesn't apply and spirit will be like, yeah, like I get that you guys do that. And that's a big part of your journey is like unraveling that. And, but yeah, like I said, for me, this brought up a lot of stuff and I was upset about it and I didn't agree with it. And I was like, you know, talking to my husband about it a lot and, you know, there's, I'm like, you're very supportive. I'm like, cause I feel like most people would have been like, okay, shut up about this already. But he knew I needed, he's like, I know I need, you know, to unwind and clear and express everything. And again, a lot of the stuff I'm saying, there's still parts of me that are like, yeah, but right again, I'm not totally beyond it yet, but I'm also somebody that's very committed to trying to embody that idea of it's not the world. It's my mind. Like reminds me of Byron Katie too. anyone that's familiar with her work, you know, you'll express a thought and she would ask, is it true? Can you absolutely know that thing you're thinking is true? It's this idea, right? It's, it's our mind. That's why I like her work a lot too. If anyone's not familiar with her, because she's all about the mind and it's like, your problem is your mind. I firmly believe, and I've done enough work on myself to believe. And again, I haven't internalized that idea to where I'm like, literally like the world doesn't bother me, but I've internalized it enough where I know that if I'm bothered about something, I know enough now to be like, yeah, even though a part of me is telling me it's the world or it's something outside or it's something in my life or this person or this issue, I know now where it's like, there's enough of me that's like, yeah, no, I actually know that's not true. And you know, I've talked about this before, which it sounds obvious, but it's easy to kind of not do this. Accepting that it's not the world, but it's our perception of the world and our thought system about a particular issue. Accepting that's very important, but that's not enough. Then we have to take the second step of like, okay, if it's not the world, it's my story. It's my perception of the world. What's that story? What's that perception? And we would like, yeah, well, that's obvious. Of course, I have to think about then what the story, but it's very, how the mind works and how we're so reluctant to this work, uh, do, to do this work because it's it's uncomfortable. Like for me, right, with this abortion stuff, it was very uncomfortable to explore that. It's uncomfortable to explore that because again, like I said before, because then if the mind sees us like, because the exploration of that would then, the argument about why we believe that thing starts to fall apart. And but they wouldn't want to give up the belief. So exploring this, your mind will interpret that as, well, you have to give up the belief that um, that uh, abortion is okay and you, it means you believe you're pro-life and that people shouldn't have abortions. It's like, no, not necessarily. Again, it's not about it's this perspective and embracing these things is not about necessarily changing your belief about something. It's exploring why you believe a certain thing. And you still may continue to believe a certain thing, but it's a more neutral idea. It's not as emotionally charged. Like I said before, a lot of people, the reason they're so upset about this ruling is not because of the actual ruling itself or the what's happening in the laws. It's our reasoning about why we think women need something that's now being taken away from them in certain states, right? And it'll be like, oh yeah, that's my pain is my view of women if I'm seeing women as victims and then I see something happening that I think is victimizing them even further, of course, I'm going to be mad about that. If I think that this being taken away from them is going to make their lives worse. And then I, and I believe that they're not capable of addressing any of that on their own and taking responsibility, being empowered to do these things. It's like, oh yeah, then yeah, of course that's all going to feel bad. So again, 
there's a resistance to doing this because then the mind sees it as like, well, you, it's about giving up the, and then, and depending on the circumstance, you might give up the belief, you might change your mind. But again, to view, to explore this idea, doesn't mean you have to give up on believing in abortion. You might still think it's an option that women should have available to them for like in this example, you still believe that. But the thinking about why and seeing all these women as these victims of the patriarchy and the government and this unfair thing and this and and like this idea of like there are these helpless little things that can't take care of themselves and, and, you know, take control of their lives and take control of their fertility and take control of their dating life more and being more discerning about who they're dating or being uh, more careful about whatever, right? It's like, oh, I'm just shifting that thinking. And again, you could still believe it. You could still feel a certain way about it, but you, it might not be as painful because again, the reasoning why you think it's necessary, spirit would be like, yeah, that whole thought system's like super fucked up and that view of women's like kind of screwy. And it's like, yeah, you don't want to see women that way. And even though you might ego, you were still going to dig in and be like, but no, they should still be able to make that choice. Even if some women now aren't able to make that choice. Those circumstances don't have to be as dire for them as we believe they will be if they they have to have that baby now. And yeah, so I wanted to share that because again, and I know this might be a heated thing, and I and I probably I probably said a lot of things that were like, Ugh, I get it, I'm a human too. But like any other issue in life, there's always a spiritual perspective that would tell us this painful idea you have right now, you don't have to continue to embrace that idea and, and, and then continue to experience the pain that comes from thinking that way and from that perception of this perspective, of this situation or, or worldly event or thing in your own life or whatever. So yeah, think about whether it's this issue, any issue that's bothering you. And again, the more it's bothering you, the more it's triggering, the more insistent you are that the ego mind is right about this really painful belief the more we want to be willing to do this little thought experiment of like, well, what would spirit say about this? And spirit, a lot of these issues, spirit's going to have a very different perspective, especially like social justice, rights, all these right types of issues, women's right, because at the core, spirit would be like, wow, you see a lot of people as victims. I know why, I get why, I can understand why you think that way, because you've co-created a world where that all of that seems extremely real. But again, just because, but spirit would be like one of my core teachings, one of my overarching themes of all of my spiritual teachings are things are not as they appear to be. The appearances of this world are not accurate as to what's actually happening in the world. And one of the main things spirit would say is like, you guys see, you have a a very heavy victim mentality in your world and your thought system, your human ego mind thought system. And that manifests in lots of crazy ways that just reinforce it and make it seem true but spirit would want to remind us but that's not true so yeah i hope this for anybody that was struggling with this issue i hope that this maybe introduced a point of view that could help you maybe deal with those feelings a bit more and maybe encourage you to explore it a bit more again not just with this issue but any issue that you know because the more sensitive and charged the issue is the more value there is in doing this because again, if our feelings are coming from our perspectives and our thoughts and coming from in our mind, the more upset we are about something, the more damaging the thought and the more, the more extreme and painful that like the, the actual thinking is, is right. So it's like, we want to get to the root of like, what's my thinking behind this 
And again, I know there's going to be resistance because the mind is like, it doesn't want you to change your mind about anything. It doesn't want you to see things. And again, it doesn't always necessarily mean changing your belief about something, but you could change the thinking of why you believe certain things that those beliefs are painful. Believing women need abortions because they're victims of the patriarchy or an unfair system or men or this or that. Or like they're weak or it's, spirit will be like, ew, gross. Like, is that, you don't really see women like that, do you? Right? It's like, no, you can't because they're not like that at all. Right? So it's just thinking about these things. And this is the sort of deeper work that it is, it's uncomfortable. It really challenges a lot of our thinking. But this is the kind of stuff that's like kind of where the rubber meets the road. These sort the more controversial the issue, the more charged and, and, more of the rightness and wrongness and the clear like victim victimizer like all of that the more intense all of that is and the more true it seems the more important it is to actually question like is that true is this really what's happening do I really want to believe these things about women or this group of people or that group of people it's like no I don't want to see them that way right spirit wouldn't see them that way so yeah that's it, guys. I hope you enjoyed this. And anyone, if you want to share anything about what I said here or, or you have thoughts about this issue and you want to like vent them to somebody, I'm happy to listen. You can email me, kellycooper1102 at gmail.com, kelly with an I. And yeah, for more content, products, and information about my coaching, head on over to livelifemadetoorder.com. Bye-bye.